Hello there and welcome to the BNP Paribas Wealth Management Podcast. This week, we have myself, Edmund Shing, Global CIO of Wealth Management, together with my co-host, Charlotte de Caupasson. Hello there, Charlotte. Hello, Ed. So what are we going to talk about today, Ed? Well, what we are going to talk about, Charlotte, is the following. After a really good year for stock markets, where US and European stocks are up at least 16% in dollar terms for the year to date, and even more if you look at euros, pounds, or other currencies, I'm getting a lot of questions from our clients as to whether or they should not take their profits at this point after what has been a very good year. Yes, it's true that you've had a positive stance on global equities. So actually, what is the answer to that, Ed? The short answer is not yet. This is what I've been telling our clients. And the reason I've been saying that is because you have to remember, and I know we've said this in previous podcasts, but it does bear repeating that positive momentum tends to generate more positive momentum. So that means you get a reflexive movement. When stock markets go up, they tend to continue going up for longer than you typically think. So in this case... Yes, of course, it's true that stock markets have done very well this year, in fact, since November 2020. But that does not mean they can't continue to do well. After all, there are always things to be worried about. You can always find something to worry about. And nevertheless, stock markets go up about 70% of the time. So the majority of the time, stocks tend to rise. And so, of course, if things are okay right now, in general, why shouldn't they continue to rise, at least until the year end or maybe even into 2022? Okay, Ed, you say in your research that the two key drivers for stocks are A, earnings growth, and B, long-term interest rates. So how are these two drivers looking today? That's interesting you should say that, Charlotte, because, again, just to back up the point I just made, if you look firstly at earnings growth, earnings growth remains very solid. Earnings results this year have been very strong. We've seen a very strong recovery in the economy, and alongside that, a very strong recovery in company profits. Indeed, companies have been performing even better than we had expected in terms of profitability. So they've been, as we say in the parlance, beating estimates. They've been doing better than we expected. And so earnings forecasts have been going up, i.e. we now expect the companies in general to generate even higher profits than we had previously expected for next year. So that's one positive driver for stock prices because they react to these expectations when expectations of future profit growth goes up that should and does tend to have a positive effect on share prices. Secondly, long-term interest rates still remain remarkably low. Despite the rise in inflation, we've actually seen a surprisingly limited reaction in bond markets. So long-term interest rates, i.e. long-term bond yields, remain actually surprisingly low. And that is, again, a second support then for the stock markets at the moment. So overall, from these two factors, a pretty positive outlook for stocks, I would say. Even if you don't want to take a more cautious approach to stocks just yet, Ed, what could change your mind in the near term? The way we think about this, Charlotte, is we can divide the business cycle, the economic cycle, into four phases. You have, first of all, the recovery, the initial recovery from recession. That's something we saw after March last year. Then you have what you call the reflation or expansion phase, the second phase which is where the economy continues to grow well and starts to mature. And that's where we are at the moment. We have a combination of strong growth, but also rising inflation. The point to watch out for is when we tip into the third leg of the cycle, which is what we call the peak or the overheating part of the cycle. And this is typically where inflation really starts to ratchet up and where central banks then have to raise interest rates to calm down growth and inflation. 
Now, again, we're still in that stage two, the reflation phase. That's pretty good for stocks. Stage three, the overheating or peak phase is less good for stocks. And that point you would want to become more cautious. And the way we would judge whether we're going into that phase would be, for instance, by using financial market indicators such as high yield spreads. They are actually extremely tight and low at the moment. If they were to start to rise from these historic lows, that would give us some signal that some risk is being built into the high yield market. And that would maybe lead us to be more cautious for stocks overall, because it might then mean we are actually moving from the stage two expansion phase into the stage three overheating phase of the economic cycle, which would not be so good for stocks. Are there any ways that stock market investors can have their cake and eat it, i.e. to keep an exposure to stocks, but at the same time protect the downside via a kind of stock market insurance? Well, there are. For sophisticated investors, definitely there are. You can use options to, say in the parlance, hedge your equity position, your holdings in stocks. But for investors who are not necessarily able to buy options, there are still some solutions. For instance, in the US, you can buy exchange traded funds that both take an exposure to the S&P 500 index. So that's your being long stocks bit. But at the same time, also buy some exposure to what we call volatility. And this is interesting because it tends to offset stock markets. So when stock markets fall, clearly your exposure to, in this case, the US S&P 500 would suffer. But your volatility component, which you're also holding, would rise and offset the loss in the stock market. So actually, overall, what ha tends to happen is you tend to gain when the stock market rises, but you tend not to lose much when the stock market falls. And this is exactly what happened with this type of vector strategy, as it's called. This is exactly what happened in March last year. When the stock market fell off a cliff, this fund suffered actually surprisingly little because the gains from being long volatility offset the losses from the stock market exposure. So there are still some ways you can do this. There are also some ways by structured products where you can achieve a similar type of exposure. So for those investors who can buy structured products, there may be a way to buy a structured product, which again, combines a long stock market exposure with this hedge in the form of a long volatility exposure alongside it. So for investors with a diversified portfolio exposure to shares, bonds, credit, real estate and other assets, what should they be thinking about doing in terms of their asset allocation? In other words, should they be preparing to sell shares and buy bonds or sell shares and leave the profits in cash for now or, or something else? It is at the moment. It is a bit of a tricky question because I would say for now, today, as we speak, you probably want to still stay long stocks. You don't need to do anything just yet. Stock markets are still very high. They still are showing good upwards momentum. There hasn't been a break in this upwards momentum. And the economy, yes, there are some more concerns, but generally the economy is growing well and should continue to grow well for the remainder of this year and into next year. However, this can change quickly. So while I say all of that today, this may, may not be true in a week or a month or two months, depending on how the economy unfurls, depending on how inflation goes, and depending on whether the indicators I mentioned, like the high yield spread, starts to widen or not. But I think investors should prepare at some point in the next few months to lighten up their exposure on stocks when things start to be turning down. It is not yet true, but it may be true at some point in the next few months. And at that point, 
yes, I would argue then would be a good time to take some profits in stocks and leave the money in cash, or perhaps to buy bonds, but only if the bond yields are high enough to give you a high enough potential return from bonds to warrant it. At the moment, that's not the case. At the moment, I'd probably rather leave it in cash, to be honest with you. So in conclusion, then, where should people invest today? Well, I still think the stock market for now is an interesting place to be. It's true it's difficult to invest heavily in the US stock market because it has done so well this year and valuations are pretty high. So expectations are, or have already been built in to be extremely optimistic for the US. However, for other stock markets, Europe, for instance, valuations are much more reasonable. And also, I think the economic momentum in the medium term in 2022 could really be rather good because we still have a lot of catch up to do in terms of economic growth to rebuild inventories to build investment and that should be a good following wind for european stocks for those of the longer term disposition one might even be tempted to look at emerging market stocks because they have actually not done so well this year they've really dramatically underperformed european and u.s stocks this year but for long-term investors this could be a good long-term entry opportunity uh, to buy into that value but of course, the, the potential for long term growth. So that might be something to look at, but only if you prepare to hold on to it for a good few years. Thank you very much, Ed Ching. Ed Ching is Global CIO of BNP Paribas Wealth Management. And a big thank you to our audience out there listening to this podcast. Like, share and subscribe to our podcast channel. To ensure that you receive our audio content every week, please search for BNP Paribas Wealth on the podcast platform of your choice, such as Apple Podcast, Podcast Addict, Spotify or any other podcast provider. <laughs>